Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Trey Blossom will join me in just a little bit. We're going to talk about the interviews down on Radio Row in Miami at the Super Bowl. Also, lots of conversation about Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Where will they play next year? Will they play next year? All of that's coming up on Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Hey, if you want to wager on the Super Bowl, or you want to wager on basketball, baseball around the corner, whatever it may be, check out the website, meatandpotatoes.com. Meatandpotatoes.com, handicapping website out of Las Vegas. I'd be happy to connect with you on social media. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right, it's Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Don't forget, Friday afternoon, two days before the Super Bowl, we will have Trey and TK NFL version, Trey's Super Bowl picks on the point spread, the over-under, the prop bets, Trey hitting over 54% of his picks on the season. You don't want to miss that. We're going to listen to a quick message, then we'll come back. Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Trey Blossom will join us. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In three, two, welcome back to Sports Takes with Trey and TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman, a couple of days away from the Super Bowl. Don't forget, we'll have a podcast coming out Friday afternoon with Trey's picks on the Super Bowl, his thoughts. He's done very well during the NFL season. Over 54% of his picks have hit. He'll have all of that for you tomorrow. But right now, we got Sports Takes. It's a relatively new podcast. All a part of Talking Sports with TK. A couple of times a week we fire it out there. We want you to share it with all your friends. Hello, Trey Blossman. How are you doing today? Doing good, Tommy. Watched a great LSU win in basketball last night. That was nice. Yeah, very nice win. They were supposed to beat Alabama, and they did. Uh, sports takes a lot. Look, I was telling you earlier off the air, I, you know, I have a job now where I can have the TV on a lot and listen to things. I'm a huge fan of, of sports, TV shows, radio, talk shows, that kind of stuff. I always have been. I have really enjoyed some outstanding interviews from Super Bowl week down in Miami. I, I'm a big fan of the Dan Patrick show. I think Dan is a consummate professional. I like Colin Cowherd a pretty good bit. These guys, you know, in the spot they're in, they get all the major guests. And, of course, everybody that's anybody in the world of football is in Miami. I really enjoyed some of this stuff because sometimes it, it gives me a different appreciation or more of an appreciation for Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson or Tua Tagovailoa, who was interviewed this morning. In fact, Joe Burrow will be on the Dan Patrick Show Friday morning. I don't know exactly what time, but I really enjoyed that being the sports talk junkie that I am and have been for a long time. It's been fun to just see conversations that aren't all about, hey, what are you going to do with the defense blitzes and all that? There's a lot of life talk going on. It's been fun for me. Well, you know, uh, a good interviewer can 
ask the right questions and make for a very compelling interview. I share your opinions on Dan Patrick. I think he's a really great broadcaster. And that's the term I like to use. He's good on radio. He's good on TV. He's intelligent. He doesn't ask stupid questions. There's a lot of people out there that ask the most ridiculous things. I, I cringe sometimes when I hear the questions that are asked in interviews. But Dan Patrick is, is uh, one of the uh, one of the best broadcasters in sports. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's he's hosted the Olympics. He's been on the NBC Sunday Night Football. He worked as at the mothership, as he refers to ESPN for so long. And, you know, he, he's had a lot of different experiences in the broadcasting world. And I, I think he's pretty solid. I'm a big fan. I, I have him on the radio when I'm in the vehicle. And if I'm at home working on at the office, it's on the TV. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of good ones out there. I think he's definitely on the list of one of the best. Yeah, he is. I, I'll tell you, and we've talked about it in the past. New Orleans is really lucky to have a great broadcaster doing the Pelicans games, Joel Myers. He's a really good broadcaster that may fly a little bit under the radar, but he does a national show, a national daily show on the NBA radio on Sirius. And uh, he's a really good guy. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, you know, it's like, you know, some people like chocolate ice cream, some like vanilla and, there's probably people out there think Dan Patrick's a clown. It's a, it's a personal preference thing, but being as I've done this for so long, I I think I might be a better judge. And then what I've always told people is you can't listen to somebody once, twice, three times and get a feel for their talent. You have to listen to somebody for an extended period of time to get a full picture or have a total focus on whether that person is someone you want to keep, listening to or watching or you want to find somebody else well i'll tell you uh somebody that i really like as a broadcaster uh agree with him most of the time but not all the time but just have the world of respect for him as a broadcaster is rush limbaugh that guy is a master at his craft and uh, I wish he talked more about sports than he does. He's pretty knowledgeable. You know, he used to work in the Kansas City Royals operation. Right. I, I was aware of that. He is a sports fan, but obviously the, the crux of his show is, is political talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's uh, another thing I do, just a little food for thought for those out there listening to our podcast, Sports Takes with Trey and TK. And I was telling my son, Brett, this a few nights ago. You know, there are four or five writers at the national level who I rarely agree with and just, you know, whatever. I just don't see things the way they do. But as I told my son, I still read their stuff because I think if you're going to try to become good at this or you're going to try to really get into something, you have to look at both sides. And, you know, sometimes I've read something from somebody I don't like as a writer and what they said made me think a little differently than before I read the particular piece that they wrote. So uh, I've always encouraged people to, to, you know, don't waste all your time on it, but now and then read somebody you don't agree with. Listen to somebody you don't agree with for a little while, and, and it may reaffirm your thought, or it may cause it to, to alter slightly or a lot. And, great, and I've done, I learned that. I believe I learned that from the likes of you and Keith Rush and Ryan Hunter over 30 years ago when the old WARB 
a.m. 7.30 in Covington, uh, and I never forgot it. I, I believe it was Keith Rush that told me that exactly, and, and uh, I never forgot it. And to, here I am bringing it up, you know, in 2020. Well, it's good advice for sure, no doubt. Yeah, so Super Bowl is going to be a big thing. Again, we'll have Trey and TK NFL podcast will come out tomorrow. Already got the Kunas and the Redneck with Anthony Gallo and I's picks. Also want people to don't forget meatandpotatoes.com, the handicapping website out of Las Vegas, which has Super Bowl, NBA, college hoops, hockey, horse racing. We'll have baseball, meatandpotatoes.com. Trey, as we roll it around here, kind of on a wide open sports takes uh, episode, what's something that might be jumping in your brain? Well, you know, we were just talking about broadcasters and how they can make you think. Well, some broadcasters, I think, just throw things out there to stir the pot. And I think Shannon Sharp has done this this week. Have you seen his comments about the tight ends? I have not. Well, he came out publicly yesterday and said that Kittle, the San Francisco tight end, who's very good, is better than Travis Kelsey, the Kansas City tight end, who is generally accepted in the wake of the retirement of Rob Gronkowski as the best tight end in football. Sharp says Kittle is better than Kelsey. I think that's just an attempt to stir the pot. Well, I would be the first to say that I think that there are national sportscasters who will, for lack of a better word, clickbait, you know, the term on the internet, when you put something out and you put a headline, just trying to get people to click your thing. Um, but it, it, I, I see national sportscasters. I observe them throwing some stuff out there sometimes that's ridiculous and they got to know it's ridiculous, but they're trying to get attention. There's so many, you know, national outlets to listen and watch to somebody. Many, to, many of what was radio shows is also on TV. Now, Dan Patrick, Colin Cowherd, I could go on and on. Um, but I, I just think sometimes they, it's calculated that they say something. I, I'll, Colin Cowherd, who I'm a fan of, you know, when he got kind of disappeared from ESPN, he ended up on FS1, Fox Sports 1. You know, he threw some stuff out there about Nick Saban in Alabama. That's when the, they had just won a national championship. And I clearly, I believe in my heart he did that. So everybody goes, what is he talking about? Where is he at? Oh, he's on FS1. I think it was a marketing ploy. And yeah, well, uh, and it probably worked no different than when Jim Rome paid Jim Everett to flip that table over on him, uh, you know, and it was all film that was staged. Jim Everett told me that himself when I met him in New Orleans when I was covering the Saints, you know, and it got Rome national attention just before the Internet had blown up to what it is today. But he gave Everett like twenty five hundred bucks to come in and act like it was going to be a fight. And he was mad for calling him Chrissy Everett or something. Well, Jim that's Everett. That's was, exactly what he called him, Chrissy. Yeah, Everett. and Jim Everett was like six five, six six, NFL quarterback. Okay, and, and Jim Rome's like five foot four and a half, weighed one hundred and fifty two pounds. <laughs> if there would have really been a fight, Rome, we wouldn't even know about it anymore. It, it wouldn't so, have lasted very long. But Jim Everett, while drinking a beer at Morton Anderson Sports Bar in Lakeside Shopping Center, le- le- Legend Sports Bar, told yeah. me that story while we were drinking a beer. And then he he was about to tell me another story, and the legendary Ken Stabler walked up. So we started talking with Stabler. I'm like, what, what am I doing in this picture? <laughs> 
Ken Stabler was quite a well, guy. It, it was uh, no, but they'll, they'll do that. They, they, you know, there's so many options and choices out there that sometimes they throw something out there and just get a little attention. I believe that. Oh, I believe that, and I don't think that that's a bad idea to do that. Well, it's marketing. You got to brand yourself. You got to market yourself. I mean, you know, I, I've done that for 30 years. I've had to brand my name and, and what I was doing, who I was working with, or you know, now we got the podcast, and you know, it's just a, it's, it's part of what you got to do. But I'd like to think I haven't done or said something just to try to get attention. You know, if I put something out, it's because I believe it or I think it or or I'm trying to further market the brand. And nowadays with the Talking Sports with uh, TK podcast. Well, there you go. Uh, let me ask you this, Tommy. We've got two veteran quarterbacks that are free agents right now, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. A lot of speculation that Brady might actually be moving on from New England. Of course, Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, has said he'll do whatever it takes to keep Brady uh Drew Brees has already announced he's either retiring or coming back to the Saints. The Saints have floated out this idea that they'd like Drew to come back next and play next year and then let Taysom Hill take over the following year. What do you think, A, about either one of those guys moving on from the teams that they've been with forever Drew, of course, started in San Diego, but didn't last long there. He was traded to make way for Phillip Rivers and has been a saint for uh, 14, I think, years now. But A, the possibility of either of those guys moving on, and B, the possibility of Drew Brees signing a two-year deal in New Orleans, one year to come back as a starter, and the second year to come back as a backup to Taysom Hill. A, I, I do not think Tom Brady will play for the New England Patriots this fall. I think he will play somewhere else. Where, I don't know. But if you look at the whole picture since their season ended, okay, I think he has politely, professionally said, I'm done with y'all. You know, with, with all the things that have happened, the moving the house, and, you know, just the way I think he has professionally and politely said, I'm going to be somewhere else next year, guys, as opposed to just saying I don't want to come back to New England and sounding like sour grapes or whatever. He's a class act, and I think he's handling this well. I, I, I'd better die at Coke that he is not playing for the New England Patriots this fall. Drew Brees, you know, I, I, I'm glad you asked me that this question. I have a crazy, innate feeling that he's going to retire. I, I think, you know, that thumb injury – I'm not, you know, his arm for the time. He doesn't have the arm he once had. He's got the brain. He's got the desire. His teammates love him. He loves his teammates. I got this crazy little inkling that he's going to retire as a quarterback. And then I think he will be like Peyton Manning. He's not going to want to go in the front office. He's not going to go. Uh, you know, as a coach or something like that, especially initially, I think he's going to spend some time with his family. He's huge on family stuff. He's got dozens of business uh, enterprises going on. I just think uh, he's going to retire 
And because in the big picture, that's probably best for the Saints. They can quickly move on. There's going to be a day when he's not the quarterback of the Orleans Saints. So that, which is going to happen eventually, ought to happen now. Uh, that's, you know, that's a saying in the business and sports world. If it's going to happen eventually, make it happen now so you can can quickly get into the next chapter, if you will, of the New Orleans Saints, whether that's Teddy Bridgewater or that's Taysom Hill or whomever. Uh, that's just, uh, you know, I got no inside source. I didn't call my guy down there and Harahan. Or, you know, that's just a, a, an inkling I have. Certainly I could be wrong. But that, that's what I'm leaning to, so that's my answer to your two-part question. Well, that's really interesting. The rumor today, and we heard a lot of speculation that if Brady moved on, it might be the Los Angeles Chargers. I still am compelled to call them the San Diego Chargers. I guess I always <laughs> will be. Uh, but today's rumor is Tampa Bay. For? For Brady. Well, that that would certainly be an upgrade over what they have now. Uh, you know, and athletes like living in Florida because there's no state income tax. And when you make the kind of money they make, that's a big number. It sure is. Uh, so, you know, and that's not going to be the basis of his decision, but it would be a factor. But his wife makes more than him. So, I mean, money is not the issue. I think I think Tom Brady wants to go somewhere where he legitimately thinks he's got a shot to win another Super Bowl. And, you know, I don't think New England has a reasonable shot to win another Super Bowl with everything we know as of today, which is a handful of days before the Super Bowl is played. Do you think that he would like to prove that he can win a Super Bowl outside of the Belichick system? I don't know if that is as prevalent as the fact that he just is a competitor who wants to, you know, achieve the highest level again. Well, now, uh, now yeah. he may say that behind closed doors in front of family and friends, like, you know, but I mean, if, if you follow his entire career, especially since he's been in the limelight when Drew Bledsoe got hurt, he, I mean, this guy has always handled it correctly. Okay. And, and I've had numerous conversations with Kevin Falk, the, the LSU great and New England Patriot great. Uh, who told me Tom's one of the most straight up guys you'll ever see. And he outworks everybody, but he, but more importantly, I remember Kevin telling me he's just a straight up dude. He's the kind of guy you want as a friend. Well, I, I believe that. I think he's a good guy. I, I think that he's a good person as a long time new England Patriot fan, uh, predating his appearance as quarterback for the Patriots. I hate to see him go. I hate to see him play in a different uniform. I understand that the NFL is a business. Uh, one of the things I really liked about Kobe, a lot of talk about Kobe this week, was that Kobe never left the Lakers. Uh, I, and I, I like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's old school. We don't see much of that anymore. And uh, I, I thought that it would be really fitting that Brady retire with the Patriots, and he may, may well retire as a Patriot after playing two years in Tampa. That remains to be seen. But uh, I will uh, be following that story in the offseason with great interest, and I know locally everybody's going to be following the Drew Brees story. Uh, you know, at his age, to mentally get prepared to do it all again cannot be an easy thing, Tommy. I agree 100%. It'll be interesting how that goes forward. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Sports Takes with Trey and TK. 
please feel free to share it with your friends. Don't forget Friday afternoon, late afternoon, there'll be uh, Trey and TK, Trey's NFL picks on the Super Bowl. Coon and the Redneck, Anthony Gallo and I have already got our podcast out there uh, with our Super Bowl picks. We'll get Trey's tomorrow. Trey, as always, lots of fun. Uh, we'll do this again, uh, another episode of Sports Takes uh, a day or two after the Super Bowl. Look forward to it, Tommy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.